Hey, y'all. Welcome to Book Marketing Mania. I'm Kim, a book marketing strategist for Christian authors, and I'm so thrilled you're here to learn how to grow your author platform, market your book on podcast, and steward your message in a way that honors God and your time. So with all the many ways to market books these days, how in the world can you sort through them to find what's best for you and your readers? And how can you keep up with those marketing strategies without taking too much time away from your writing? That's what we're talking about today. And I invited my friend Shelly Hitz onto the show. Shelly is an author, co-host of the Kingdom Writer podcast, and co-founder of the Christian Book Academy. And I couldn't wait to talk to Shelly about how you can evaluate your book marketing and get a baseline for what's working and what's not so you don't get distracted by shiny objects or what other authors are doing. And then Shelly's going to share how to move forward with marketing strategies that work best for you and your audience, and most importantly, how you can make sure you're on track with what God wants you to do with the message He gave you. Y'all, you're in for a treat today, so let's get to it. Hey, hey, Shelly, welcome to Book Marketing Mania. I am so glad you're here to serve our listeners today. Thank you so much, Kim. I'm so excited that you invited me and to to share all about the book marketing things, because I know you love talking about this as well. (laughs) I do. Yes. So y'all heard me gush about Shelly in the introduction. And Shelly, as I've talked to you about, I know our listeners just keep talking about how they really want to market their books, but they don't want it to take all their time. And I think, you know, that's a valid concern, right? But also I think sometimes we have to kind of back up and really look at how we're spending our time and then, you know, what's working that we are doing and what's not. So that's what Shelly and I wanted to just dive into today. And I'm going to let Shelly talk about how we can do kind of an audit of our book marketing strategy, what we're doing today, what might need to be changed, um, and just some other really important things that maybe you haven't thought about when you look back on what's going on with your marketing. So Shelly, I'm just going to let you take it and run with it. Yeah, thank you so much, Kim. And when we talk about book marketing, it's a huge topic. And I always say it's a marathon, not a sprint, right? Yes. You you can train for a marathon in a way that's good for your body. You can recover well. My husband is a competitive runner. He's a running coach. So I know all these things. And he's coached me before too. But, (laughs) you know, it doesn't mean you have to just you know, burnout and hit the wall and, you know, all the things like we can do book marketing in a way that's joyful, that we enjoy and that actually works. And obviously there are going to be things that we have to try. We have to, you know, test track and tweak is like what I like to say. But one of the things I've noticed, I've been working with writers since 2010. So Um, almost 13 years now. And one of the things that I notice is it's so easy to get caught up in the bright, shiny object. Mm -hmm. Have you noticed that even with yourself? Absolutely. Yeah. Oh yeah. We're all guilty of that, right? (laughs) Yeah. And and I have to like fiercely unsubscribe. And, you know, I, I stay with the ones that, you know, the emails and the social media accounts and the things that are really helping me. But, you know, if you're having all of this noise come in, it's going to be so easy just to like flip to this technique and then that one. And I'm going to take this course. I'm going to try this thing. And whereas sometimes you might just want to just take a few steps back, like you said, and 
And, and consider a book marketing audit. So this is especially for those of you that have been doing this for a while, but you can even start this if you just published a book. So you have kind of a baseline. But the first thing I encourage writers to do is like to really look at your numbers. And this is sometimes hard. Mm, yes. <laughs> I know because like you may have sold maybe one book this month or maybe you didn't sell any. And it's like, it's heart shattering sometimes to look at the statistics. But, you know, I I think, you know, God has really shown me over the years not to be afraid of numbers. Numbers just provide information. Mm -hmm. So numbers do not give us our value. It does not say whether we're a success or not. You know, a lot of times God shows me that success is obedience, but numbers can help us to know what is working and what's not. And so it's good just to know, like, where are you at? Like, how many, you know, books have you sold? You know, get kind of some baseline numbers for your author platform and where you're at. So you can kind of see how that grows, your email list, your website visitors, social media. That's kind of what I'm referring to with Mm -hmm. an author platform. But, you know, really, you know, kind of digging down, looking how many reviews do you have and, you know, what, what are you doing now to market your book and what has worked well in the past and what hasn't. So sometimes I think we just kind of, like I said, we just jump from thing to thing to thing and we don't really look back to say, um, did this work? (laughs) Yeah, that's so true. I started doing this with my launches, whether it's a book or not. And it's so interesting, the thing that I discover. And like, I'm like, oh, wow, this thing really worked, but this didn't, or this seemed to work better than, you know, than this. And so I think it's just, it's just a simple thing to do and to, um, to get started, just to, to look at like what is working. They say the 80, 20, rules. So 20% of your efforts are going to produce 80% of your results. You have to dig sometimes a little deeper to find out what is that 20% for me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so I really encourage you just, you know, if you're a spreadsheet person, or if not, you can get out a journal and just kind of write this down. And maybe once a quarter, you don't have to do this all the time at the very minimum once a year, kind of readdress your numbers and kind of look at that but really knowing like what is actually working and then what's not. And don't give up too soon either. Cause you might say, Oh, you know, I was, I was trying this thing on TikTok and it's not working, but you just started it last week Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) or it takes several months, right. To Mm -hmm. see some results. So like with podcast guesting, right. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, definitely. A lot of times what I see, and you've probably seen this too, Kim, is I just see authors giving up too soon. Yes. So when I'm saying what's working and what's not, I'm not saying just give up on the thing either if you don't see the results in the first couple of months. And, you know, it depends on the strategy, but really looking to see um, where you're at. And then something that I don't think a lot of people are really talking about is Like what marketing strategies work best for you, Mm -hmm. for your personality, for your energy, for what you enjoy, and then what works best for your audience. For example, I had a one-on-one coaching call with a author at one point and he wanted to start a podcast. And so we were talking about it and he, he, he basically was wanting me to help him set up a podcast. I'm like, well, let's step a few steps. Let's, you know, move a few steps back and 
who is your audience? And we started digging and digging and his audience was retirees. And most of his audience don't listen to podcasts, mm-hmm. <laughs> the specific mm-hmm. audience he was, uh, you know, targeting. And so it's like, you know, that's probably not going to be the best use of your time for that specific audience. It doesn't mean that you can't mm-hmm. get results from that, but like, you know, what is, where's your audience hanging out? What's going to work best for them? But then one thing that I've really um, honed in for myself is what works best for me. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> and I think that we just try to do the things that everyone is saying you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And yet it doesn't mean that you have to do live videos all the time, right? Or mm-hmm. you have to even do the podcast guesting or that you have to do blogging or that you have to be on social media. I mean, there's a lot of options when it comes to marketing mm-hmm. and looking at like, what are you actually good at? Like, what are your strengths? But then what what do you enjoy and what gives you energy? What drains you of energy? And for me, I used to do a ton of live videos and I just realized those are very draining for me. And yet I can do audio and do that all the time. And it doesn't drain me as much. It was just such an interesting thing to see. And yet I never really stopped long enough to really think about that for a while. Right. Yeah. And, um, you know, so I think when you really dial into like, first of all, what are your strengths? I know some of you are really good at graphic design. Some of you are really not. <laughs> uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> and some, like some of my Christian Book Academy members will say, I love designing graphics and things like that. And, you know, then that's something that you can really say, okay, maybe Pinterest, you know, maybe mm-hmm. that would be a great platform for you. Or maybe you are a video person. So you know, maybe you want to do YouTube or writing. Maybe you say, Shelly, I'm a writer through and through to my core. Well, there's so many ways you can do marketing with writing, including blogs, including mm-hmm. SEO, including um, writing a short Kindle ebook that's free permanently mm-hmm. or just sometimes with the KDP Select program. And then it promotes your other books through um, your email marketing. There's so many ways that you can use your writing to actually do um, really effective marketing. So, you know, I think that sometimes we just think, oh, marketing, it's when we dread it, right? And Mm -hmm. we just think it's so hard and I just don't want to do it. But what if you really found some things that you enjoy, you know, then going to want to do those things more often. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I think just looking in to, to yourself, um, what you enjoy, but also like, what are your resources? A lot of you have other jobs, you have other responsibilities, you have families, you have volunteer, you know, responsibilities. And so, you know, committing to do like a huge summit with 30 <laughs> speakers, that's going to take you three months, you know, to really plant, that's going to be a huge commitment. And, mm-hmm. and to really think about doing something like that just isn't going to fit in the time commitment you have, but you could maybe do a one day audio summit, right? You know, mm-hmm. it doesn't have to have an all access pass. It doesn't have to have all the bells and whistles. You could do something that does work in the resources that you have as far as time. And, um, you know, you can also, 
you know, adjust as you go. The thing is like, I always say test, track and tweak. And so as you're going to be um, looking at like, how did that go? What did I like about that? How can I do it differently? So Kim, you were a speaker at our Kingdom Writers Conference Mm -hmm. and that was so fun. Yes. It was a really big one. We had a lot of speakers, I think um, um, almost 30 for that one, but it was like, it was a five day conference and all, you know, just a lot of stuff going on, but I was totally toast afterwards. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) I'm, I'm really an introvert. I'm a Uh speaker, I'm a communicator, but I'm an introvert. And so I, I, I said, okay, this worked really, really well, but it drained me and um, it took me a long time to recover. What can I do differently? And so this year I've I've pivoted to a one-day event and uh-huh. it's smaller with eight speakers and it's one day. We still meet on Zoom and it, everyone loves it and it's still really good quality content and it's fun and prizes and all the things, but it, it was like not draining to me at yeah, all. <laughs> yeah. I think that's so important. Yeah. I love that you talked about the energy aspect because I always think like with our resources, I always think of just time and money, you know, like time and money are just always right. in the forefront, but I have been reminded so much recently that, it, you know, we really have to give the attention to the energy. So even if we have the time and even if we have the money, we may not have the energy. And I'm so glad you gave us that example of your conference because yes, your conference is amazing. So everybody, um, I'll be sure and put a link that you definitely want to stay in touch with Shelly and get on her list so you can learn about the next conferences if you haven't attended them. Um, But I would love for you to share a little bit too, Shelly, because you made me think about, you know, what you were talking about. A lot of times we, um, you know, have all these distractions and, you know, these squirrels that we see everybody doing all these things. And we may see a particular author that it looks at least like leading up to a launch, like they are doing all the things they could possibly do, right? And they may really be. But, you know, sometimes those people are someone that's been at it for many, many years. And they would they would tell, you know, some of our listeners that are maybe just getting started that they, you know, they didn't do that in the beginning. There's no way they could have. And I think about you, you've been at it a while with lots of books. You know, and in the beginning, I just don't think you can do all those things. And now maybe as you're doing more and more, it's because you're able to maybe bring on some help. So can you just kind of talk about like, just think about, you know, sharing for the people that are just kind of getting started and they do see somebody doing all the things that maybe it's not, you know, you don't, you don't see what's really going on behind the scenes, but also you just have to remember they're, they're further on down the line than you, you know? And so um, how can we, how can we see that, but not be discouraged and feel like we're not doing enough? Yeah, I think, you know, we all are at different stages and I can look at someone else that's further along than me and say, whoa, like that is amazing. Whereas other people might look at me and say, whoa, look at what she's doing. But yeah, I do have a team of virtual assistants now. And so I can do the things that I do. I do this full time as well. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, so give yourself some grace. (laughs) Realize that you have a limited amount of time of energy and resources, but we also have the king of kings, right? We have Mm -hmm. Jesus on as a resource, as, as Christians, as believers. And so, you know, God can give you those God ideas instead of just good ideas. And so Mm -hmm. we recommend that you have business meetings with God. So what does that mean? That just means that like, even here, like when you're, you're sitting down, you're doing an audit, you're looking at your numbers, you're looking at what's best for you, what's best for your audience and what's worked, what's not. And and you're really like, I encourage you to write it out, like you're journaling and, and um, so that you can, can look at those things and then compare when you do it again, but ask God, 
what would be the 20%? What would be, you know, I have this many hours that I can devote. What is going to give the best bang for that buck, right? You know, mm-hmm. or for that time and ask the Lord and just start journaling. And what I have found is that it's like a two-way journal. Um, it's where I'm writing out my my prayers and my plans and things to God. And then as I get quiet, as I sit, then I listen to what he's saying. And then I write out what I sense him saying now. And sometimes it, it takes a while, like, you mm-hmm. know, because we're just getting the cobwebs out of our mind and we're, you know, I'll just sit down and I'll just start planning. Like even this morning, I was writing out like the different months of, you know, the rest of this year and some of the things I was planning. And then I just kept writing and, and rewriting and (laughs) moving things around and praying. And it's still not finalized, but, you know, coming to God and asking him for wisdom and for guidance, because we can't, we cannot do all the things. Mm -hmm. And those that you are seeing do the things they, number one, are probably able to do this full time or Mm -hmm. they, and, or they have a team that they can, they can pay and they can, or they hire that can do some things for them. But there are a lot of ways that you can also have, um, you know, just little shortcuts like using templates or, you know, getting on Canva, you know, they Mm -hmm. have a ton of things that you can use on there graphics. Um, we provide a, like in our, um, Academy and Christian book Academy, also in our book marketing shop, we provide a lot of like little templates that you can edit mm-hmm. and then put it in your own voice, but not starting with the blank page, whether it's a, you know, um, a, a pitch email, like what you do, or if it's, mm-hmm. if it's, um, you know, an email to send out during a launch or a promotion or whatever, a social media post. Um, there's so many things that, you don't have to start from scratch. Mm, (laughs) And so, you know, you can, you know, you can get help and, you know, there's, there's different ways, but to really just take a deep breath, give yourself some grace and ask God, like, if I can only focus on one thing right now, you know, what would, would that be? And, you know, I've just found that I get clarity as I take action. My friend Shay mm-hmm. Bynes from Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur says, God can't direct a parked car. And mm-hmm. I share that quote a lot because so many times we're just stuck, paralysis of analysis. And so if you just start, you know, you know, have a business meeting with God, say, these are all the things that I'm doing. What is really, what really seems to be working? What's rising up to that 20% that's really working? Maybe Instagram is really working for you. You're Mm -hmm. getting a lot of DMs. You're getting a lot of clients or at least some, you know, sales or, you know, some things that people are interacting with you there. Maybe it's not, maybe it's a ghost town Mm -hmm. and you're spending five hours a week on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Where where else could, could you maybe allocate that five hours a week, maybe on Amazon ads, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe if you really spent some time learning Amazon ads, um, that's, you know, one of the ways we, we sell books. And so, you know, there's just things that as you start taking action and as you start doing the things that God will begin directing you and showing you where to spend your time. And I just think that's, that's, it's just a fun adventure because we're doing it with him. 
Yes, I totally agree. And I think that's what we all want to, you know, do this book marketing thing is we always want to make sure that we're honoring God with it because it's his message that he gave us, but that we're honoring our time as well, you know, and especially our time and energy that kind of go together. So, oh gosh, this has been so incredible, Shelly. I could talk for you hours about this, but I definitely want to um, just give you an opportunity to tell our listeners about your community because I do want to encourage everyone to check it out. I think community is huge for us. You know, oftentimes we're just, um, you know, behind our computers alone and we don't have somebody, you know, to talk to. And I think, you know, Shelly, you and CJ do such an amazing job at just pouring into the community and mentoring and coaching. But then again, you also have all these amazing resources in your shop for people to take advantage of. So just think of that, how you can, you know, get these resources and save yourself some time to be able to market your book longer because it's not just about your launch period. You know, we're going to, you know, market our books long after the launch. So you can learn so much from Shelly. So Shelly, I would love for you just to tell our listeners where they can connect with you and and a little bit about your shop. And I know you had a little surprise for our listeners too. Yeah. So my husband and I host the Kingdom Writers Conference and we have different editions. And so the one that Kim was part of was all about collaborations and we have, you know, different topics at different times. So definitely check that out. And we are the host of the Kingdom Writers podcast. So you're here. So you're listening to a podcast. So (laughs) you might be um, interested in connecting with us over there. And then we do have tons and tons of resources. We've been doing this for a long time. So we have just about anything that you can think of, (laughs) like for book marketing and authors and all of the things. We probably have a resource for that, our signature membership, Christian Book Academy, or in our shop, but I have um, a coupon. What we've been talking about today, I have a workshop and it, it gives you a workbook like that you can like go through the book marketing audit step-by-step, um, not you know miss anything. It's all right there, but then also it gives you 27 different book marketing ideas. So you can go through and just really say, okay, what really does fit with my strengths, with my audience, with my resources, time, energy, budget, you know, all of that. And you can, um, you know, use that as kind of a a, a jumping off point for your marketing. So Kim will have a link for you for 50% off of that workshop if you want to check that out. But I just love being able to encourage writers because like I said, the biggest thing I see is that you give up too soon Mm -hmm. and the Lord has a, um, purpose and a ministry for you with your book. And the enemy wants to stop you. He wants to quiet your voice or silence your voice. And if he can give you, if he can get you discouraged about your market, if if he can get you to a point where you're like, nothing seems to be working, Shelly, mm-hmm. you know, I, I just, I just want to go do something else. I mean, I felt that many times, Kim, <laughs> but mm-hmm, I, I just bet. know, I know there's a spiritual battle. And so um, keep fighting, you know, and like Kim said, find your community, um, whether it's with us or her or someone else, you know, there's many communities out there, find your people so that you're not doing this alone, because it is a journey. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And there will be ups and downs, hills and valleys. And I've been on several of them, even in this past week. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's probably true of a lot of us. Oh, gosh. Well, Shelly, thank you so much. And um, I so appreciate your time today. Thank you, Kim. Y'all, isn't Shelly the best? Be sure to check out her book promotion plan workshop for 50% off, and I'll put the link here in your podcast player. And stay tuned next week. We'll be talking about how to do a time audit to find you more time to market your books in ways that work best for you and your readers. Be sure to click the follow button in your podcast player so you don't miss an episode. 
And if you found this episode helpful, would you take a screenshot and share it with a friend so they too can learn to market their Christian books in less time? I'd be so grateful. And as always, I'll be there for you next week to help you market your book one podcast at a time. See you then.